I think he just fell down the stairs. Sounds like it's destroying This is how somebody finds a microphone, just throwing stuff at the wall. That sounds like that's what's happening. I mean, one sec. (laughs) What was all that then? If he's getting his headphones now. That was getting my microphone. Wow. It's made all the difference to your audio quality. I haven't set it up yet. (laughs) <laughs> Cover your ears, everybody. <laughs> He's got to throw it at the computer. No. She's clearer than he is. Where do you sit? That's remarkable. Kirsty, come and do the podcast with us. Yeah. You're much clearer than he is. I've got a house to unpack. Well, shouldn't he be doing that as well? Uh, We're all a bit surprised he's doing the podcast tonight. He's not yeah, much of a husband, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to just hang up on him so he has to do some grown-up stuff? <laughs> no, to be fair, he has done a lot of work today. Uh, no one's going to believe that. <laughs> Sheepdog, do what you're supposed to be doing. Go away. Yeah, don't make my bed. Are you, are you making your poor wife sleep on the floor so that you can come on the podcast and tell us what games you've not played? <laughs> you're a monster. Welcome to MGP 205. I'm Kev, and with me, as ever, there's Sheepdog Anna and Pab. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. What, what is it I with forgot. you two? Brilliant. You forgot to say hello. Yes. Fantastic. Um, it's Batman versus Superman week, everybody. Are we excited? Not judging by the reviews. Forget your reviews. I don't even care if the film's any good. I'm excited about all the cheap stuff that's out there because of it. We've got, I bought Injustice Gods Among Us for £3.74 on Steam in a Batman-Superman sale, and I've just tweeted out a list of loads of half-priced comics on Comixology that are like four ninety nine for full trade paperback, but they're not because they're on digital. But you know what I mean? It's, all che- it's, it's buy cheap Batman stuff week. That's why you should be excited. Balls to the film. I'm not going to be allowed to go and see it anyway. Why? Because you told me I'm not allowed. You can. I'll just be going and see Clover, Clover Street. Clover Street? Clover Road. Is that a new one? <laughs> Why one. would you want to see that? Because I'm not interested in Batman and Superman. Couldn't care less, really. Which is quite offensive, really. Batman's a wonderful thing. Is that... Are you just being contrary or are you genuinely no, not interested? No, I'm not interested. How odd. But then I've you haven't... I've never really been interested in all that. You haven't made it to... Well, you watch all the Marvel ones. Marvel's fun. I fall asleep with Batman. It's so boring. Yeah, you fell asleep during Man of Steel as well. Yeah, I ain't got time for that. I'm pretty sure we all fell asleep in Man of Steel. I didn't. I liked Man of Steel. <laughs> but you like Actually, DC. I do um, like DC. Which one... No, that's the one where uh, they start off on Krypton. That was actually good. I'm thinking of a different film, I think. Yeah, the one before that. 
Let's let's not get into that one. Right, what we do need to get into though, before we get the get the show on the road properly, we've got um, plans are forming for many things. Um, but we'll talk about MGPX in a moment. But before we do that, just a reminder again, we are at Rest um, in less than two weeks from the time that you're reading this. We've got the Bodines meetup. On Friday, the 8th of April, at 7.15pm at Bodine's at Tower Hill in that there, London. Um, there's a table booked for eight, and we've currently got, I think, six people confirmed. So if you want in, let us know ASAP, because we'll then add to the booking if we need to, or make a second booking. Don't just turn up on the day. We don't want to repeat at Birmingham, where we've got a table for 14 booked and 20 people are there. Because um, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Anna actually had to keep massaging my leg to stop it falling off, and I had to sort of sit with my my legs across hers. So um, yeah, we don't want that again. So if you come in, let us know, and we want we want you all to come. We're not trying to discourage you. It's going to be awesome. And if you want to wander around Resd with us, we're going to be well, the three of us. Or the, you know the cool ones. No sheepdog will be in on the Friday, and then the coolness the, the coolness average drops a little on Saturday when sheepdog turns up. So, uh-huh. but the other three of us will still be there, so there'll still be some coolness involved. Um, and then MGPX, we now have a confirmed date and venue, both of which are different to what we last told you. So if you're keep if you're taking notes, you need to go back a couple of pages, scratch out what you had written on there before. And write in a new date and a new place. Sheepdog, what is the new date? The 31st of July. Is it? I thought it was the 30th. That is the 30th. 30th. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so it's the Saturday the 30th of July. Oh, do you know what? You've confused me massively. Yeah. Because we were talking about the video arcade on the 31st and stuff, weren't we? Possibly. Um, and the venue is the Mercure Hotel... In Nottingham, it's basically across the road from the National Video Game Arcade, um, but we can actually get a proper room in there and rooms to sleep in as well. We're not going to sleep in the room that we're doing drinking in. They're two different rooms, but it's a hotel. Um, So we're going to have a Kickstarter or equivalent appearing at some point over the next week um, so that you can start buying tickets. And unlike in... Well... Similar to previous years, it's going to be pay what you want. We listened to the survey that you all did last week and you resoundingly told us that you didn't want to have to pay 20 quid for a ticket and you didn't particularly want the event to be at the National Video Game Arcade. So we've moved it across the road, gone back to pay what you want. But if you are going to be coming, the sooner you can buy a ticket, the better for planning and stuff. That's why we're doing the Kickstarter, um, because initially it is just one room in a hotel for one day. If loads of people are interested and we meet some of our stretch goals, though, which will all be revealed when we do the Kickstarter, it will grow into a bigger and more awesome event. But that can only happen if we get enough interest early enough to make it possible. So, yeah, when the Kickstarter starts, kick it. I think that's Kickstarter's motto, isn't it? Can you kick it? Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, that was that's the official song of Kickstarter, if I recall. It's also the most frequently asked question. Um, it also means if you want to start booking hotels, that is, the, the McCure Hotel is booked now. It's not going to move dates or locations or anything like that again. So last time I looked, there were still rooms available in the Mercure, which are reasonably priced. I think it's £89 for a room in there. Or basically any city centre Nottingham hotel will do the job. Um, it's like two stops on the tram from um, the train station. Is that right, Anna? No, uh, 
no, one stop. One stop on the tram, there you go, even nearer than that. You could walk it. If you get a tram, you're lazy. Yeah, you could walk it, but <laughs> if you are lazy, or it's easy to get lost, if you go on the tram, go one stop in the correct direction and then fall off the but tram, you'll probably... One, it only goes one direction. Oh, there you go, then. Um, <laughs> Just tell the driver that you want to go to the Mercure game. Well, well, no, no, the, the first is... stop on the tram, you fall out the door and basically hit your head on the Mercure Hotel. Yeah, the, the first, where you get the tram, that's where it starts. You can't go any other way except the way it's going. Yeah, so, so you get off the train, get on the tram. As Next time the tram isn't moving, make sure you're not on it anymore. And then there you are, you're at the Mercure and ready to rock and roll. There'll probably be a massive, massive poster with our faces on it. I would like to think so. Um, if you're a little bit disappointed that we're not going to the video game arcade anymore, as Sheepdog has alluded to, one of our stretch goals is going to be to try and arrange something for the Sunday where we can still go in there and get a group booking. Um, but again, that's another one of those things where if we're going to do a group booking, we have to do it in advance, no numbers in advance, have tickets bought in advance so that we can then go to them, hurl a wad of cash at them and tell, us to, tell them to give us a discount. So, Can we uh, say keep the change, you filthy animals, and it only be a pound? I think our accountant would have issues with us starting to force <laughs> companies to keep the change. Because mm. um, there's tax implications, sheepdog. We'll, we'll talk off air. Um, there's also a Sega weekend or something going on at the Video Game Arcade that weekend, isn't there? So We could beat up some noids. We, well, I would imagine <laughs> the Sega lot will be looking at us thinking we're the nerds. Because Sega is cooler than we are, surely. I don't know, not anymore. Back I when I was at primary school, Sega was the jocks console and the nerds had a Nintendo or a Commodore or something. I, can't, <laughs> I don't believe Sega has become for nerds, surely. Well, well, yeah. Other than the fact that they now publish Football Manager, which is probably a little nerdy. Um, but, yeah, so there's now two reasons to go to that particular street in Nottingham. You can come and hang out with us. You can go over the road and hang out with the Sega lot. Either way... Book a hotel in Nottingham for Saturday the 30th of, uh, of July and let's have a right old knees up shindig hootenanny. We're, are we having a hootenanny this year? Yeah. Good. Um, I've got my loot crate finally, Pab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It came yesterday. It's so long to get here. Um, you, didn't walk, you didn't prepare me for the level of disappointment I was going to feel when I opened it. Yeah, it's it's all right. The I mean, I'm I'm cool. currently wearing my Spock T-shirt because you know I'm a big I'm a big Star Wars fan. So yeah, I've well, got man, I've got, right. I've got my Mister Spock T-shirt on. I'm wearing my my Daredevil and Punisher hat. I keep swapping it around that, while I decide cool. whose side I'm. I've got that on at the moment. I've yeah. had to chat. I've had to wear earphones rather than headphones. At the moment, I'm Daredevil, and I'm going to put yeah. it down over my eyes in a minute. But I think I will become Punisher shortly. Um, and just switch that over. But the rest of it is a box of turd, basically. Have you managed to uh, tear your wallet? <laughs> uh, I haven't taken it out of the little bag. I took it out of the bag. Like it little... smells horrific. Yeah. I so I just that. put it back in again. It's, the, the... A, it's a wallet made of paper, though, isn't it? Yeah, there's a sticker on it. It's just sort of like, try, like, try and beat the... Try and tear it. Or try and rip it in half or something. And I was like, well, it defeats the purpose. But apparently it's supposed to be unrippable. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, don't know it, bad, how much. I I've ripped through every leather wallet I've ever owned. So <laughs> yeah. if, they're, if they're telling me this paper wallet is impossible to tear, nonsense. But that's the only Batman versus Superman yeah, thing I in there. That's a bit disappointing. That was. Um, 
and then there's a stupid little alien thing. Although I did get Big Chap the alien, which I assume is named after me because I am Big <laughs> Chap. <laughs> my new we name. call you that from now on. Yeah, I think you should. I've never had a nickname. I'd like to be Big Chap. So he, yeah. sit, he sits on my desk now. Can Anna uh, be Little Chap? Anna, do you want to be Little Chap? I'm not even a Chapman. Well, only because you refused to get married at MGPX. We've got a hotel booked in your hometown for a summer weekend. Uh, that I mean, what better opportunity is there than that? Sheepdog's already ordained. I we don't c- have a white dress. Well, I think that I think there are times and places to purchase them before the thirtieth of July. But we have money for like a three thousand pound dress. Well, I don't think that's necessary. Why? <laughs> Do wedding dresses really cost three grand? Um, I can't remember when Claire told me how much her wedding dress cost. She started to send to a boy get some beers, and I wasn't listening when she said the price. So <laughs> just do that, then, Anna. <laughs> We've got credit cards you can abuse. Knock yourself out. She does need to hurry up and uh, put a ring on it. On me, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Listen, me. listen to Beyonce. He's not going anywhere. No, I don't mean more for that. <laughs> it's more just this whole will they, won't they thing is getting old. We know you at, will. At some point. <laughs> Don't want to yet. She doesn't want to, apparently. I'm offended. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just, it's a lot of faff. I've got my new hat now. Before this gets ruined, like my Batman hat I got at Christmas. Would, would you want me to be Daredevil or Punisher for our wedding? None. What do you mean, none? We're, it's a, a gaming event. I'm, I've already picked out a tuxedo t shirt that I can wear. <laughs> See, that just sounds horrific. Look, it's either this or get married at the football ground. You've got to pick your battles. Both of them things are not happening. What, you wouldn't want to get married at MGPX? No. You're insane. That would be awesome. I'd love that. I'd want something that was cheap and just quiet. Cheap and cheerful. Cheap and quiet. But I wanted massive dress. <laughs> I always assumed that you were going to both be epic pains in the arse and get married abroad and then make everyone feel guilty if they can't get there. We might get married in the press area of EGX this year so that you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a press area that couldn't keep me out. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave them instru- instructions this year. Look, we're getting married in here. Can we keep the riffraff out just for an hour or so? Stick, stick Pab on the door. That's where I'll be. <laughs> um, right, shall we talk about some... Uh, in fact, while we're talking about news of the week, Sheepdog sounds like he's in a cave because he's stolen a house or something, or stolen a car. Is that... Um, a house. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not me hammering uh, wooden blocks or whatever they're doing. Who's doing that, then? I assumed the house was still being erected around you. <laughs> erected. Um, I... I like the fact that your your good lady wife has chosen the moment you're podcasting to put the plates away, which I assume is what's happening in the background. She's hanging up cups, but I didn't think it was making that. Hanging up cups? Explain that one to me. <laughs> on the on the cup tree. A what now? How many cups do you own? You need um, two or four. Well, all of our black ones go on one cup tree, and then all of our higgledy piggledy ones go on another cup tree. <laughs> What the hell is Higgledy Piggledy? Just different ones. They don't oh, match. Okay. Well, I don't understand. It's so they're easy access. They're not in a cupboard. They're just hanging from the old cup tree. I only have one cup. I have oh, several. Right. Yeah, the rest of the family have other cups and I have to wash them up. But I have one mug. 
My my arrow mug. Get this for the. We would come around the house. I said, find out, find anything that's broken, make a list. So I walk around and I'm thinking, surprisingly, there's nothing really broken. There's a couple of little silly bits. And then I went to load the dishwasher, and when I, uh, I pulled it open, it can't move uh, more than sort of a quarter of the way open because it hits the um, oven door, which is poking out. And no one noticed that with no building, apparently. It just doesn't open. It opens about, like, half a yard. You can't use it. It's ridiculous. So they've got to come and sort that out somehow. But, is, that, um, is that why all your, everything you own is being washed by clanging it together in the kitchen at the moment? Basically, she's <laughs> polishing them. She's smashing the dirt off. Kev says, well, are you trying to smash the dirt off, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say she was going to potter around. I didn't realise she meant, like... With, with the pot. I, I just like the fact you've chosen to do the podcast from the kitchen. I think that really adds to the, to the feel of it all. Um, I... It is quite loud once you bang <laughs> Like, my earphones, like, ow. ow. Don't worry, the listeners will love it. It's, it's a game. Hate it. we'll, our chart will go from like Anna. four and a half to Anna. two. Anna, yeah. it's no louder than you constantly banging that controller. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm not even touching the controller. I don't know how. It's over there. I'm looking at it from afar. Okay. <laughs> well, you're looking with really loud eyes. So, what game are you pretending not to play then, Anna, at the moment? I'm not playing anything at the moment. Like, really? I'm, just, I'm sat here thinking, don't want to play that, I don't want to play that, I don't want to play that. Well, if you're not going to talk about a game, I'll talk about a game, because I finally played Fallout 4 this week. Um, I started it again on the personal computer, and uh, I still don't really like it. I've played like six or seven hours of it. This and... is why I can't marry you. because... Well, <laughs> You are obsessed with a game that's mediocre. It's not. I, I don't know how you can not like it. Because there's nothing to it. There's no meat to it. It's just there's no tutorial that explains how to do anything at all. And it's and bearing in mind, I've played Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, finished them, got really into them, given both of them over a hundred hours. I know how to play a Fallout game. But I've started this up again, and I'm just wandering around, and I just don't really know what's going on. The whole building your settlement thing, there's no explanation for how you do that, or the benefits of doing it certain ways, or, you know, it's just, it says, here you go, this is this place. And if you decide to select a side mission, you might better do some of these bits, but it doesn't really tell you what to do and why. The, the story is just meh. I went off to do to go and collect some more settlers from a place near Lexington, and I just walked into that place five times and just blew up as I walked yes, into the but town. I have told you... Exactly. Like... You've told me. The game doesn't tell me. And that's that's just a fundamental design flaw. Yeah, but no, but if you go to somewhere and think, oh, this is too hard, you go, oh, I'll come back in a few levels. You don't carry on going... The same amount... Like, but I'd, I'd got there and already saved. I was in Lexington. I couldn't go back. Every time I respawned, I blew up again. And so, no, you could... That, that's impossible, because it wouldn't say it otherwise. You well, could it say... You could, like, re... It could... It could you respawn there, sorry, and then you just go onto your map and fast travel to the sanctuary. And but I shouldn't have to do map. that. I sh- it shouldn't. Yes, it shouldn't be forcing me to wear my power, my power armor. That's basically what it's doing, and I don't want to because, because it's I like don't. The first hour of the game. I don't want to play a mech game. game. I want to just walk around in my new dress that I've bought. Yeah, 
Yeah, when, but I uh, went 95% through that game with no suit on whatsoever. So I think it's just making you use that. Go, oh, look how good this is. Because in other games, you can't really use them. But I think you're just getting a bit... Like, it's not as good. It. It's not that I'm getting picky. It's that I'm getting frustrated with the fact that everyone's going on about how it's this brilliant, brilliant game. It's, it's Witcher Syndrome again. I don't know. When people go on and on about how brilliant something is, I expect it to be faultless. And I'm just... I'm playing it, and it's riddled with faults. And no, you just... don't like it because it doesn't have a spreadsheet with it. Yeah, it's, it's the email thing annoying you yet. What email thing? The fact that there aren't any emails to answer. No, I like that. I don't like him. I don't read them on football. Anyone who's watched my channel knows I don't read any of that crap in Football Manager either. I just click, mm. click, click, play the next game. Assistant Manager, auto-pick for me. Do the team talk while you're there. I'll be with you in 20 minutes. So, I mean, that's Football Manager. It's just basically watching a story unfold. It can, is there a way to set Fallout to play itself for me while I just watch? No. Uh, see, I'd like You could that. probably set an auto-run on, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't know. It just... I'll, I'll go back to it. It's the Easter holidays now. I've got a couple of weeks off. I'll give it a bit more time. I'm going to try and get to Diamond City, but looking at how far away it is on the map, I just it's, know I'm going to die on the way. <sighs> and the other thing is, when I, finally re- when I finally gave up on going to Lexington and decided to go to Diamond City, I went round Lexington, realised the, pla- realized, realized the place I wanted to go to for these survivors was the other side of Lexington, so went in there, and the only thing it tells me to do is kill all of the bandits or whatever they are that are in there. I've gone roof to basement in that place three times now. It is deserted, but it's still not clicked that mission off as complete. There's obviously someone still in there. I can't find him. So why won't that mission just tick off and say, yeah, you're done, or... Give me some kind of indication where the baddies are. I even got you to come and try and help me find them. And it just sends me out of a door and then sends me back in the same door again. It's, I don't know, is it always this glitchy? I didn't. Is Lexington the one where you meet the people? No. No. Lexington's just a place, isn't it? That's Concord, when you meet them people. All right. But, I don't know, I just keep running into glitches and real game-breaking no, stuff. No, you don't want to like it. It's That's not that I don't want to like it. I'm now, I've now, as in my head, finished a mission that I can't go and turn in because it's telling me I'm not finished it. And it's, it is, it's bugged well, or glitched. you did say or... you didn't want to be with the Minuteman, so maybe because you ticked no, it's not going to go over. <laughs> yeah, when over they asked me if I wanted to join them, I just said no thanks. And That's it's... rather surprising. I don't know how that affects it. They seem quite integral. Yeah, well, I, from what I can tell, it hasn't really affected anything. They just sort of nod and go, yeah, of course you don't. And then you go and they set you the same missions anyway. Yeah, so, brilliant. So um, I, I don't know if I'm officially in or not, but I've got the suit, I've got the settlement, I'm doing all this stuff for them, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm still a lone wolf. I'm not part of the Minutemen. But... I don't know. I'll I will just abandon this mission that I'm doing because there's no way to complete it. I'll go to Diamond City if I inexplicably blow up again on the way. I think I'm done with it. Cause why Why are you inexplicably blowing up? That's what I was when I was walking to Lexington. I don't even know if I was standing on a mine or whether a... someone was hitting me with a rocket launcher or yeah, something. Yeah, it's going to be one of the uh, mini nukes in it. But I think that's Lexington what happened to me. Is really hard at the start. Yeah, that so, is. Oh. Like, if I feel it and Pub feels it... But why would the game send me there at the start, then? Because they want you to wear your suit. 
That's what well, then they should saying. say, go here, but you might want to just stick your suit on before you but go. It's you a that. bit meaty there. Yeah, you told me the game doesn't. The game doesn't tell you anything. You exactly. That's what I'm moaning about. Yeah, but why? Because the last two games have explained how to play them. But why would you need telling again? I don't need telling again. I need them to tell me all the stuff that's changed. Like, we've got now got power armour, and we've now got settlements, and all this stuff that wasn't in the previous ones. They're assuming we've been in all their development meetings and know what they're talking about, and I just don't know what's going on. Oh, it's an, it annoys me. For oh, any... I've, I've worked it out, and you're cleverer than I am, so I don't know why you're having trouble. Because I don't want to have to work at a game. I want it to just be ready to play, and if there's a bit that's new or different, I want it to tell me what to do. And then I'll learn. I don't want to have to go and look it up or figure it out. It's annoying. I'll stop being negative about it now while you tell everyone how wonderful the new DLC is that you played this week. Oh, the DLC is very short, but it is very fun. You get to build a robot, your own personal robot. Does it tell you how? Yep. Basically, you come across a distress call, you go to it, you talk to a people, a group, and this person says, all oh, these robots are now invading the Commonwealth. I need you to come and stop it with me. And then you go to your um, Red Rocket station, you put in this robot maker, and you make a robot, and it's very, very cool. And like, because he just uses all your junk that you already have. So as long as you've linked up your Red Rocket with Sanctuary or your main hub, um, all your junk gets you can um, trade between <laughs> settlements. And um, yeah, went through that. Took about four hours. It was enjoyable, but it was very short. But I think you can make as many robots as you want. You can, they just follow you, and there's like loads of different mods. It's not much else I can say because it, it, it was short and it was spoiled. It. But, um, look, if I can make a robot out of my junk, I'm happy. Yes, you can make a robot out of your junk. I think it's seven ninety nine or free in the season pass, which was £20 I bought. It was free earlier in the week, but they all got revoked. So shame on you people that got it and then got it revoked. But that, that's the DLC. It was only on PlayStation, was that yeah, it was free. On, it went free on the PlayStation Network for like five minutes, and then it was pulled. And obviously, Sony's seen like all these people have downloaded it and revoked everything. Yeah, they they, fi- they figured out a way to to remove the software. They say they can't refund, but they can revoke every single pass. But they can't. They can't refund. I was hoping Sheepdog Dog was listening then. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't at first. Uh, I was reading Squirrel Girl, but. Um... Yeah, I'm going to bring that up, I think, in my next uh, call with them. <laughs> Your next appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, exploding Kittens. Exploding Kittens, Exploding Kittens. We've now got the card game, which we will bring to uh, Rezzed, won't we? Um, yeah. And also, you can now play it online on your phones. Have we all with had a go people. on that? With different people. It's so much. It is fun. I had a little go on it this morning. You like get in, you just go on, play on with strangers. It puts you in a lobby of five people, and then you 
basically beat their bums, which I've done <laughs> at least ten times now because I'm just awesome. I'm like, I've only had a yeah. quick look at it. Is it possible to for us to play with like specific people? Yeah, you basically you go in, you give someone you you get a, a unique code. You have to give them your code. So there's no. I don't think there's any way in game to do that. But you pass the code around. So if I just go host game, and then it gives me a code, and I just tweet that code out, yep. people can then join my game. Yeah. Awesome. Five. Well, so, where does it go? Oh, there you go. So there's, Oh, and there's even a share button next to the code. Oh, there you yeah. go. So you just click on the share button. Yeah, it goes straight onto Twitter. Well, keep your eye on my Twitter, at Lelujo, because um, I'll be doing some games of that over the weekend and over the course of the next couple of weeks while I'm off work, because I like this game rather a lot. Have you had a go of it online yet, Pab? Uh, yeah, I've had a go of it. I've, I've had it for a while on physical, because I got it I backed it on Kickstarter, so... It's not um, as fun it's, as a card it's slightly game, different. is it? Sorry? It's not as much fun playing it in real life. Uh, yes. No. When you play it with a group of if you have five of you around, it does get quite fun. Like, if you play it with a big group of people, it, it gets quite fun. And um, I've got two decks, so you can play it with, like, up to eight people, I think. Or nine, mm-hmm. eight or nine people. Anyway, You'll have so. to prove to us that it's fun in real life when we're at res, because um, I'm, I'm not convinced at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's a good game. And like I said, the mobile version is, is even better. It's just as good, as, I'd say. I, I don't understand some slightly different things, but... It's excellent. Um, yeah. Is that still free to download, that app, as well? Or did I... Was it not free? I think free? it's like was one it? forty. So did, did I get it yeah. free on the family sharing thing? Is that why yeah. I think it's free? Do uh, you know if it's on iPad yet? Yeah, it's on iPad. I just updated mine. Is it? Mm. Oh, right. I will yeah. definitely get it on the iPad. I know it was only on on mobile at first, wasn't it? So... No, it was on iPad. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was just iPad. on iPhone initially. Oh, well, did I have that? Okay. Maybe I had the um, iPhone app. Oh, I don't know then. I'll have a look. Splendid. Right, Pab, yeah. what have you been playing this week, little fella? Sorry? Me? Oh, it might have said. Okay. You're Pab, um, aren't you? Are you Pab? Yeah, that's me. Okay. Um, I've, okay, just a couple of quick measures. I've carried on playing The Division. Um, I'm slowly plodding my way through the... Mish, through the uh, you know, the main story content. And I played another mission last night, I think it was, yeah? And I'm, I think I'm level 18, yeah, I'm 18 now. And it's suddenly just become a real ramp up in loot. I don't know what it is, I don't know if you've noticed this, Anna, but that's I haven't point. played I just, it for a week. It's I, just, I, I got to, like, eight, level 18, and I started doing, like, level 18 missions, and the loot just, like, spiked, and I suddenly started getting really, like, powerful weapons and like really strong armor. I was like, I don't know what's happened there. It's just something like a real spike in, in loot and stuff. So I'm happy with that. Um, it's still the same as it has been. It's it's, it's a good game. I've, I've sat there last night, played it. I've not played it for a few days. I've said I'd really have. I'm enjoying playing this game, um, and I, I look forward to the DLC because I've got the season pass as well. So I look forward to seeing what they're going to do with that. Uh, what else have I played? I've played some more Stardew Valley. I uh, put a video up on the YouTube channel. Have you? Uh, I was, I've been waiting for that, but I haven't noticed it appear. Yeah, it was up on Monday. Um, it might not necessarily... Because I play, I, I recorded that video after I'd played about 45 minutes of it. So there's still not a lot going on in the video, to be fair. It, it, it shows it shows off what the game is. Um, but having played it probably another two to three hours the rest of this week... It, it's just opened up more and more. I've been to oh, there was a 
there was an Easter egg hunt yesterday I went on. I had to find some eggs, but I, I lost the Easter egg hunt to Abigail, I think. Abigail beat me at the Easter egg hunt, which I wasn't happy about, because I got seven Easter eggs, and I thought, that's enough. I should win. I didn't. Um, I've been mining. I went down the mines earlier on in the week, um, and you, every five levels, I think it is, you get a, a lift out. You, you, you unlock a lift shaft, so you can actually get out. If you, if you don't, if you come out of the mines without unlocking a lift shaft, it reset. Is it reset? I do something like that. Anyway, you have to go down them all one at a time again to get there. Whereas you can actually unlock lift shafts and come out every five five levels. It's, it, and it get the more loot you get, further deeper down you get, you get better stuff and there's more enemies and stuff. So there is an, uh, an action element to it, which I didn't really show in the video because I didn't get that far into it. I'm really surprised you haven't got this yet, Anna. Yeah, it might be uh, up your street, Anna. Not interested. It's uh, like I say, it gives me the Animal Crossing slash Harvest Moon vibe to it. It really does, and um, it, it can just take a grip here. You can't just find yourself just going like. Oh, I'll just do one more day, and then you realise that you oh, I've got to do another day now because I'm not because like, it saves overnight every time you, you use all your energy up and you finish your day, you go to bed and it saves at that point, and you start your new day and it's about half through the day you go oh I was actually meant to be egg coming off this day and I've just done another day and you like it's like another one more day one more yeah, day. See, this day. sounds like football manager now. Yeah, that might be up your street. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's, there's a lot more crafting in it. I've, I've noticed there's a lot more stuff because I've been in the mines getting different ores and stuff. I can suddenly craft a lot more as well. I think I recently crafted a furnace so I can now smelt some uh, ingots and all that nonsense. So, yeah, I'll probably continue playing this for quite a while now because it, it's quite a, it keeps throwing missions at me as well now. It's just lots of uh, lots of missions and different things that people want and stuff like that. But people on the notice board saying, oh, I need some... some uh, some fish catching or something, and it, I didn't realise it at the time. They, but they give you, uh, they give you a, a notice. They got like two days on certain things, like quests, and you're like, well, I could actually fail this. I've now actually got to work hard actually trying to find out how to do this quest. Um, some of the time it's impossible to do, but um, yeah, I'm enjoying it, and it's uh, it's well, I think it's like fifteen quid. It's, it's well worth that. Splendid, indeed. Any more for any more? Has anyone else played anything I've else? all sorts oh, of here. Okay. Go on if you want me to. Um, if you talk for long enough, no one will know your sheepdog's not played anything. Okay, okay. Um, I've played Track Mini Turbo. I got that today. Um, is this and not a very old game? This is brand new. came out today. What am I Track thinking Mini. of then? Is Turbo... a Stadium or something? Yeah. Uh, okay. Track what, Mini is Turbo is the personal the computer. Version. Oh, it's is it? PC okay. And it's the console version. I've got an Xbox, okay. and it combines all of them, from what I can tell, into into the one game. Because like, there was like the stadium, there was canyon, there was valley. I think. How many pennies um, does this set one back? Uh, I think it was twenty six quid. Oh blimey! I was interested yeah. for a minute there. Yeah, um, but yeah, it is. It is very much um, a track mania game. It's very much. I've been on the. Uh, did some tra- uh, track building earlier on tonight. Uh, that seemed very much straightforward enough, and I was I uploaded it and got it all got it all online. I don't know, it's not very good, but I just wanted to see what the track track building mechanic was like. It's all very same as the old stuff. Um, the only thing that's different to like the old games or what have you, because you join a server and you'd have all the custom music on it. You'd have the Cali Ray Jepsen on and all that nonsense, but bang it out, wouldn't you? Mm. Um, that that isn't in there because it's obviously licensed music and it's on people's because you join your servers, people can put whatever they want on it, and you can have all like the overlays on about it, all like the highest scores or what have you. 
that there, there is some slight overlays. You know, it shows you like the high scores and you, um, like how, how well how fast you're going and what have you. But there's nothing like there is in the actual the old PC games. Probably probably is a lot of stuff in the Track Mini Table PC version that isn't on the console and just like simply because of because the PC one has more options. So. But um, yeah, it's Track Mania. It's uh, it's quite funny it, that is another one when i just sat there similar to like um guitar and i just said i've just played one more one more uh track sort of thing and that's what i've been doing today. how easy like, is it to do all the track creation stuff on the console uh it seems straightforward enough um it's a bit fiddly at first like say you get used to it really really quickly um and you can just literally i was on there for 10 minutes and i'd done a track uploaded it and it was off and running um uh, but i don't know if these people's played it and i turned it off after i finished the track uh track creator but yeah, it's, it's easy enough. Seems straightforward. Don't know how many people use it. I imagine, but but there are a lot. After like I said, from what I've seen, I don't know if these are pre-made levels on the on the game, or whether people have made some of these levels. Because some of the levels I've played are absolutely unbelievable stuff, like the loops and the, it's, it's it is mind-boggling. Um, that's just a multiplayer as well. There's, there is a single-player element to this game as well, this, um, which plays similar. So someone. Uh, friend of mine said today it, it, it reminded him of like trails that's what i thought when i first well i've just been flicking through some screenshots of it on my ipad and i thought mm, trials eh yeah it looked a bit trials-esque in the way it's set out and what have you uh but it plays exactly the same you can have like a ghost of like the gold silver and bronze time so you can set yourself with you know maybe you could have a ghost running around you're driving around and you know what time so you're saying if you're head of the gold car the gold ghost car then you know you are going to get a gold medal on that track, sort of thing. So you can set yourself that. Like, you don't have to have a ghost. You can do whatever you want with it. But there, there is like say a single player element to it. There isn't just the multiplayer server thing. So if you did want to just play it, I get on your own, just having a drive around, enjoying some of the probably the created levels that they have made for you. Then you can do that. It is good. It's twenty four ninety nine on Xbox One. There you go. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm contemplating it. It's good. It is good, and um, it might keep me work. amused during the holidays. It might, it might do. It's Trackmania. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good. It's it is good. Splendid. Say it. Yeah, splendid. Splendid. Say it. Say uh, it. You're done. You got more. No, I've got. I've got. Um, I'll give you a quick mention that uh, Donkey Kong Country from the, for the SNES has been released on the uh, on the 3DS today. I don't think I've ever played this. No, well, it's. Uh, Seven pound nineteen, I think, on the uh, on the 3DS store. Donkey Kong Country and Donkey Kong Country Two came out today, and mm. you get if you buy one, you get the second one half price. So, well, that's mad. Obviously, deal. obliged. <laughs> so <laughs> I did that, um, and I'll take them away with me on holiday today uh, tomorrow, and I will play them, um, and let get back to you on them ones next week. It seemed I played it briefly, a little bit of it um, this afternoon. It seemed like Donkey Kong, to be fair. So who'd have thought? Good. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't faking it then. No, it is a good. It is a good quality controlled by it's a good game. Yeah, indeed. Uh, the last game that I want to talk about is a game called Peter Panic on the iOS store. It's free to play uh, initially, and you pay a one-time payment to enable saves, so you can save the game at any point. It costs like two twenty-nine or something, and I will say that two twenty-nine is is. Almost like I, you would want to buy this game as soon as you start playing it. This game is a. Have you ever you, you ever played WarioWare? Yeah, yeah. It is it is an iOS version of WarioWare. 
Mm. And it is really good. It is based on like a, you're like a kid who's um, trying to get into a musical. And the game is the game is by uh, Adult Swim, so there's a bit of a um, uh, there's like a, a so it's safe to play underwater. Yeah, indeed. Um, it's it's uh, to me it has a South Park vibe to it a little bit. It has a bit of a South Park vibe to it. It's a bit of a, a Fab, you, you had me interested at WarioWare, but now you've said Adult Swim and you've said South Park, and I'm kind of regretting that I've downloaded it now. Just, just download it and give it a go. It doesn't it have the intelligence for South Park. Mm. It, has a, it has a safe part, right? It's a, it's a, it's a musical game. It is, it, it it it's worth just playing. Give it a go. Trust me. It's downloading it now. Go. But if it is, if I if I find myself tutting as I play it, I'll be having words with you. Well, you just yeah, there be sheepdogs right about you. <laughs> um, yeah, just give it a go. Like I say, it's it's about um, a kid who's trying to set up a musical, but he his, his theatre shut down, so he has to go to all these different areas, different places in town to ask for money, to like ask for funding to his musical. And then there's like it goes to like a big sing song each time he meets a new person, and it's it's funny, it is good. The the, the mini games are really good as well. Um, and like I say, it's two twenty nine to keep the save, so you can save the game at any point and just come out and it's just it will. You will want to buy it, honestly. Well, I shall. I shall give it a look. Yeah. Anyway, it's free. Like I say, it's free to play. Give it a look. Splendid. Um, yeah. When we were when we were talking about exciting plans and stuff, I knew there was something I forgot when I was oh. talking about all the upcoming events and stuff. Um, I've just been flicking through my calendar to work out what it is, and it's Gadget Show Live next week or this week mm. or like four or five days away from when you lot are listening to this. Um, so if anyone's going to be at Gadget Show Live on the thir- Thursday, the thirty first of this very month, March, uh, me and Bouncy Ball are going to be there because no, everyone else is too miserable to come with me. No, so, it's boring. Good old Bouncy. I rattled him out of his cage and he's going to come with me um, and we're going to wander around and crash some drones and, and just basically smash some stuff. And It's it's different to how it usually is because they're letting the press in on the same day as the public. So um, we're going to get to see some of the stuff that they usually keep hidden away from the press like they usually do. So it might look like less of a half-set-up car boot sale and a bit more like the thing people always rave about. That's what I'm hoping for this year. But we shall see. But yeah, getting bouncy out of his out of his box. Which will, uh, I imagine we'll we'll record something to stick in next week's show while we're there because uh, it would be rude not to really. Um, so yeah, let let me know on Twitter if you're going to be at Gadget Show Live on the Thursday, and we will meet up. For uh, uh, we'll have share a sandwich or something. We'll figure something out. Are we really so desperate for movies this week that the only one on the list was one that was on Channel Four on Sunday night? What was it? Tower Block. I haven't seen that. Uh, I you're liked not, it. You're not missing anything at all. The basic premise of this movie is Sheridan Smith lives in a flat and then pe- a sniper from the block of flats opposite starts shooting people. For some unexplained reason, nobody's able to phone the police. Because uh, they've got no signal. Yeah, they don't really explain <laughs> how or why that's happened. The whole tower block is getting shot. Uh, no one can phone the police. No one can get on the internet. No one can alert the outside world no, for non-specific reasons. No, it's not. You didn't watch it because you were doing a stupid football manager. It was all explained 
if you were listening... By just because. <laughs> no, because he, he found one of them jamming things and stopped all internet and phone signals. You got a Bob Marley album. I yeah. don't know, but that's that, that sort of thing, not just because... Uh, okay, I don't. You, I don't, I, you, I, you, can't, you can't sit there. And, but I don't think those things exist. Bad. You sat there and watched all of it and go, "Oh, watching this one." So you were quite <laughs> interested. So don't sit there bad mouthing it when you were the one quite happily watching. Oh no, it. I, I I enjoyed it for what it was—a fairly rubbish film, um, but quite amusing in some of the ridiculous stuff that they did. Like I don't know, rigging a shotgun to be in a lift to shoot anyone who opens a lift and then the ridiculous closing sequence that was just mental um it was i mean it was a really cheaply made british movie that i think we could make cheap dog it just basically all you need is a corridor and some ketchup and you could make this movie um, i always see films and shows and think why aren't we making this it's uh we should we should get the kit together and do that but yeah if you i i, I mean it was there was actually some decent actors in this, and it was the acting was quite good. The story was um, difficult to lose oneself in, as it was nonsensical. But the, you yeah. weren't watching it properly. <laughs> I was. I just didn't. I quite. I understood everything that was going on. I don't. I don't know. It was hard doing. to suspend my disbelief. If you enjoy watching films like that, you should watch Crank and Crank Two. Um, I want to watch them. I like Sheridan Smith. I think she's lovely. This is Jason Statham. And he uses the line, what have you done with yeah, my Jay- strawberry tart? I don't like Jason. <laughs> what have you <laughs> done to my strawberry tart? And, uh, Does he use that in both movies? I'm not even sure, because the second film is kind of a weird... Uh, and he just like someone voice. who's on a drug and has to fight and keep no, his he, he, uh, up or something. Well, actually, no, sorry, you're in the first one, he's in the second one, he wakes up and they've taken his heart. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to keep himself alive long enough to get his heart yeah. <laughs> And that's why alive, he's just what have you done with my strawberry tart? Because he grabs this this gangster by the throat and yells that. And uh, oh, Those films are superb in a obviously crap way. I've got a cousin from uh, Denmark who... I, don't, I, I always say he's really intelligent. I don't actually know. I assume he's intelligent. He speaks like five or six different languages and stuff like that. But I always make him watch films like that when he comes over to visit because I just like seeing him just... Like, he cringes, but he agrees they're hilarious, so they are good. And Crank 2, I think. Yeah, you have to watch them both, preferably back-to-back, because the ending of Crank 1 suggests there shouldn't be a Crank 2. So you'd like that even more. They sound right up your street, Kev. I'm in. Anna, get them sorted for me. Is it Fast and Furious as well? We oh, on... I don't watch them. They're rub- oh, they are like rubbish. Like no, not top rubbish. It was. They were it was terrible. In one that was on Sky so I don't know which one it is. It's the one where... The it's the one where they drive the fast cars, probably. No, it's the last one with Paul Walker and that Jason... Who cares? Like, I know that guy's died, but like... Uh, has anyone ever heard of him apart from those films? Yeah, it was like people were going, oh, yeah, in the seventh one, they did a whole montage. And I was like, I don't care. Oh, it was lovely. You can't stand there and go, it was like, whatever. It was lovely. The first, the first film was bang average at best, and then they just released too many films to sequel that. Aren't they on, like, number 18 by now? Nine. Seven. Seven. They just done seven was his last one, so... 
They've got plans to do eight and nine. I think eight and nine is the la- are the last two. I think. I don't and understand. It's, it's just car porn. Yeah. Does the story change from film to film, or is it just let's drive fast? Oh, you lot! I've never watched him. Watch him, and then but... then I, I'm not pub. I'm not watching fifteen hours of a film just to find just to prove to myself that they're not very good. Four, uh, five, and six are supposed to be very good. <laughs> From what I've heard, I've not watched them myself. I know, but I've got them on Blu-ray though, and I, I could watch them. I saw I one at the cinema, and uh, I caught two, and then I've kind of glanced at everyone since and just laughed because it's like, stop it, just stop. No, I think, I think four, five, and six are uh, go go more the way of Crank than than anything else. From what I've heard, isn't the Rock in them now? Did I Sorry? see? Is the Rock in them now? Yes. Yes. See, I might see? watch ones with the Rock in. I like the Rock. <laughs> I think he comes in at six. Right, I'll watch that one then. Does anybody talk about their strawberry tart? No. Do you have to smell what The Rock is cooking at any point? No. Oh, <laughs> less interested now. He didn't say that in any films. We watched that other film about the thing. In most of the things I watch that have The Rock in, he asks if you can smell what he's cooking. What did we watch? Um, um, San Andreas. Yeah. Where the closing scene is him looking at the camera and asking if you can smell what the rock is cooking. No, it isn't. It's like, it's time to rebuild. I hate See, that that's not what it. I heard, if you smell <laughs> what the rock is cooking. And then he lifted his eyebrow up and his music hit, he dropped the mic, and that was the well, end of the movie. He didn't even have a mic. He did. My, in the version I watched, he did. Ugh. I didn't understand his San Andreas. It was like a two-hour-long movie, and not once did we see him without his shirt on. And quite frankly... I felt that was a waste. Mm-hmm. If you're going to pay for the rock, get the man to take his shirt off at some point. I thought you just said we didn't see any part when he had his shirt on. No. You, want, you I, wanted to see it often. I, I'd, I'd be very, yeah, I did. I wanted to see, I wanted to see his, his excellent body. This is what I have to live with, this. You wanted okay. to see the rock's body. Yeah. Are you telling me you didn't want to see The Rock with his shirt off? Not really. If The Rock walked in now and he said, look, Anna, I'm just here for a minute, would you rather I have my shirt on or off? You'd obviously say, off. shirt off, please, Rock. I'm not interested in that at all. <laughs> it doesn't... It's just like, oh, okay, he's got his shirt off. I liked him chubby. Hence. <laughs> <laughs> Hence this thing for Sheepdog that you've got. <laughs> <laughs> You're using me to get to Sheepdog. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me while I vomit a little. <laughs> I just like a lot of hair as well. <laughs> Brilliant. You told me to quit with the bald gags. And, and I prefer someone that's not married, but then again, he was married when I met him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sheepdog's got loads of hair. It's just all over his shoulders. I love that backpedal in there. <laughs> you had to justify your hate for me. <laughs> it's not hate, hate it's you. disdain. Oh, right. I don't hate anybody. The Walking Dead this week. Oh, what a pilot heard that was. Well, no, I'm, I, I hope they just, what, what they've, the ending of it, I hope, was the real. The ending annoyed me. The no, the ending made me cheer the... a little bit. Made you what, sorry? Cheer. Have we all seen this week's The Walking Dead? I don't Dead? know what you're saying. You keep putting out. It made me cheer. Made me happy. Oh, cheer. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen it yet, Sheepdog? Sheepdog. He's, Sheep. put, himself, he's put himself on mute because he doesn't want to spoil The Walking Dead, clearly. Sheep. 
Let's, he'll come back when he's ready. He's probably passed out. It's, you've offended him so much, he's left. <laughs> I'm not offended. <laughs> you said you don't love him anymore. Um, so, oh, did he just leave the call? Is that what's happened there? I do not know. Possibly. He moves elsewhere and gets bad broadband. Yeah, no, he's trying to get back in. That's fine. Um, we'll talk about The Walking Dead without him. You know, this is the only bit he's done this week, so why not Why not talk about this? In fact, we'll come back to TV when he's back, because otherwise, what's the point of him even existing? Um, comic books. Hey. Yeah. Um, I've, I've not read as many different ones this week because i've got stuck into some longer collections um i finished off reading batgirl of burnside issues 35 to 40 of the current batgirl run um is that sheepdog back oh no it's him completely no. going while i'm talking about comics someone try and re-add him to the call um if you have got any interest in anything to do with batman batman universe or good female comic characters this is the best batman universe book going at the moment Batgirl, it's just brilliant and bearing in mind I've been picking up a lot of the Batman books recently because they're all hitting their milestones, there's been um, issue 50 of Batman and Detective Comics, 25 of Batman and Robin Eternal I read this week as well but the best one by a long way is Batgirl it's just superb um, and they're all sort of reaching a climax now all the storylines are ty- tying up ready for the DC rebirth that comes in about six weeks time now I think so um, if you are looking for a jumping on point for DC it's a coming, we'll warn you when it arrives um, but everything's restarting with issue ones and uh, oh it's exciting um, they're also giving away a, uh, a free issue of, it's issue one of Superman Batman um, is on Comixology, I mentioned before there's loads of uh, Superman and Batman uh, collections that are on there. One of them is Superman Batman, um, but issue one is available to download for free as well to give you a little sample. And that's how I ended up finding the offers because I enjoyed that so much that I wanted to go back and buy the rest of the collection. And that is amongst the rest of them for the bargain. Bargain is just delicious price of four ninety nine. And um, the other thing I read this week, I finally finished working my way through um, that Humble Bundle I bought ages ago um, and read book one of Bitch Planet. And this is awesome. Um, basically, the premise of this dystopian future um, where any woman who steps out of line ever is sent to another planet. Um, men are just complete wangs who rule the world um, and the women are all on this weird prison planet. Um, where they just form a sports team um, and go and try and beat the men at their little weird sport that they play. And it sounds odd, but is just brilliant. And the characters in it are really cool. Um, and I think you can probably pick up the whole of the first first book, which I think is the first four or five issues, for a very reasonable price on Comixology. Check that one out. It is rather splendid. Um, and... For the next week, I'm just going to be working my way through Batman comics because of this annoying comicsology offer, which you need to become a part of. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah, that's me I for have, comics. I think. Are, you, are you stuck into this as well? I didn't even... I was trying to avoid DC stuff, to be honest with you. I was trying to avoid the DC just because I've got Marvel Limited. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to stick with what I know at the minute just because I've got yeah. Marvel Limited. Um, and like I said, I got that um, Harley Quinn comic with the loot crate last week. Yes, I, I read was that. looking that... through that earlier. Yeah, that led me to buying a Harley Quinn and Power Girl book, which I'm taking away with me, so I'll come back to that one next week. 
And then you mentioned before about a sale on Comixology. <laughs> and that ended up with me buying, what was it, Hush? Batman Hush? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. That's what I ended up buying for four ninety nine. I was like, well, bloody hell, I've got to download that now. So <laughs> I had that one as well to the list. You need to let me know how that Harley Quinn book is because I've been, I had a look at, I've been sort of looking at that thinking, hmm, that, that one looks like it could be good fun. Yeah, I, um, yeah. So if that turns out to be any good, I will definitely be jumping on that. But yeah, I've started Hush myself this evening, so we'll be able to have a, an in-depth analysis of Hush next week. Yeah, I'm hoping to, think, to do Hush like, over the weekend while I'm away, so that's what I'm hoping to do anyway. Excellent. So, yeah. Hello. Oh, look who's back. Hello. Last I heard you talking about Walking Dead. Yeah, we stopped and we thought we'd wait for you, so we've just done comics. Because you were away for so bloody long. Um, so, have you seen this week's The Walking Dead, sir? Is he going again? Oh, good. he's back. Okay. Um, what did we think? I really liked it. Anna didn't, did you? Anna. I didn't like the end of it. You were sat on your phone halfway through it. You said it was boring. It was just, I've, like, I, because what happened was on mon- Monday night... I came downstairs, turned the TV on, and it was on, and then I seen what happened, like, the penultimate bit, and I was just like, well, that's just ruined it. I was, I was stood in the kitchen, and I just heard Anna screaming at the TV, go away, go away! So I knew something significant had happened, I guessed someone probably died, but what are the chances of her turning the TV on at the exact moment, the big defining moment of the episode happens? So... All the way through while I'm watching some nice character development happen and a nice bit of story, Anna's thinking, dead in a minute, dead in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was funny, actually. So many times in that, I said, I don't think that happened in the comic. Um, and then when I was looking online afterwards, pretty much every major bit in that, every memorable scene in that was lifted directly from the comic. See, I don't remember that character from the comic at all well well no it wasn't her in the comic that that, that had that part i don't remember the incident either somebody else uh, in the comic um dies that way interesting i don't remember that i need to reread uh, the comics i think yeah and the um the mouthful that somebody takes that happened in the <laughs> see I don't remember that happening either yeah, I don't remember that I said that was when I went that definitely didn't happen after questioning everything else and then um, I saw a picture of it online and was like oh my god that did happen <laughs> I don't know oh that that was funny it's just so bizarre um sure, when's it finished when's the finale we can't be far away from it now two had... weeks I think it's not long. It's lined uh, up with uh, Game of Thrones, isn't it? I would have thought. A little bit of me's like, I'm going to be annoyed if they go right up to the finale before... Um... Oh, yeah, you're not going to know who Negan is until next season. Now. Well, I assumed Negan was going to turn up in the last five minutes of the last episode, and that's going to be... We'll just mm. see... We'll see Lucille smash through someone's head, and then it'll cut to black, and that'll be the end of this season. That's, that's what any I'm expecting. Do you have any theories as to who he- whose head it'll be? Well, I'd lo- I hope it's Glenn. Because oh, no. if I don't see Glenn's head smashed to pieces by Lucille, I'm not going to be very happy. Yeah. I think it'll be Carol. Yeah. But she's left, 
Yeah, I reckon she's just gone to the hilltop. I don't think she's left left. I actually don't think she's gone to the hilltop. I think she's just gone to the church tower like Andrea did in the comic. But the church tower's down. No, not that church tower. There's another tower Mm. down the road that they'll probably reference. She's probably held up somewhere as a sniper. But she's left because she can't kill. What use is a sniper who can't kill? I don't know. I just (laughs) see her... Pulling herself together. Okay. Um, and the other big TV this week, of course, was Daredevil Season 2 has hit Netflix, um, which I haven't watched because yeah. I haven't finished Season 1 yet. We're four or five episodes into it, I forget. I think four. Is it good? I'm really enjoying it, yeah. Punisher's cool. Oh, um, good, good call. I'll turn my hat around. I've been Daredevil for too long. Hold on. Punisher hat is on now. Yeah, he's very, I, like, I really like him. Um, just at the end of the episode, I just watched um, Electra was just there. Mm. It, it, it was quite. Uh, that's probably my one criticism of the whole thing. As much as I love it, um, it just seemed funny that they were like, oh, "We've introduced Punisher." That little story arc has kind of you know taken its. You know, it, it, we shelved that for a little bit, and now we've introduced this character, and it was like too for- formulaic, if that makes sense. But story-wise, it's it's fantastic. It's Daredevil. It's good. Netflix is ruining me because I still haven't finished Daredevil. I still haven't finished Jessica Jones. I, st- I'm, I haven't watched enough House of Cards this week. <laughs> I need more time, and I've still got Arrow and the Flash that I'm halfway through last season's on. I need TV time. Did you see Matey from the Avengers? Might what well, he's saying? He'd happily do a. a is it Hawkeye? Is that his name? Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake. That's... I've noticed there's a there's a Flash Supergirl crossover happening this week as well in America. Oh, so, so now, this week? So Excellent. now I've got to catch up on Supergirl as well, so I've not watched any of that. Isn't it going to get oversaturated? No. There's no it's just... Really? It's, it's becoming like the comics, and this is, a, this is exactly the minefield you find yourself in in the comics where you read a story because you're interested in it and it crosses over with four other different stories and you end up reading all them and you just yeah, end up just deeper and deeper. so much and people don't have the time. Well, it'll get to the point where, just like with the comics, you'll just drop in and out of stuff, I guess. And yeah, but people will just watch the ones they enjoy. Um, I can't physically do it because of who I am uh, mentally. Um, I have to watch them all, so... I only, I only originally went back and watched the Flash because I reached a point in Arrow where he he was about to become the Flash, and I just thought, do you know what? I'd better go back and have a look at this. And then actually, the Flash is superior in every way. So, I'll um, they'll have to get to, for it to be sustainable. They need to get to the point where they're just doing little five or six episode story arcs rather than these big on running stories that are spanning four seasons they just need to make them little digestible chunks so you can sort of drop in and out and move across all of them i'm a little bit gutted that the premise for the supergirl crossover episode is that barry goes to an alternate dimension they don't want to like uh, three or something where there, there needs to be you can't just suddenly drop supergirl into the arrow universe because yeah, you're right, I suppose. It does change the dynamic a little bit. I don't know, it just... I, it, I guess it works because they have already introduced Earth 2 and that sort of thing. Um, I just I don't know. I don't know. I hope they handled it properly. I don't want him to just be 
out for his daily run and he accidentally runs too fast and falls into Earth 3 somehow. And <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, I, just as a random throwback to the gaming bit, because I didn't mention it at the time, Pokemon Go has had a proper, like, outline um, released online of what it is and what it's going to be like, and it sounds so cool. Explain. So, um... You, your phone will give you a little vibration or alert every time you're near a Pokemon, and you have to get your phone out and catch that Pokemon by, uh, you know, whatever the game wants you to do, and then throwing a ball throwing at your it. phone at it, presumably. Yeah, um, but it, you'll also be encouraged to like when you're going to new places. You'll like if you're going somewhere like I don't know, say you're near Big Ben, perhaps there'll be something there that is special because you're at a special place. So whenever we go to gaming events or just anywhere remotely, you know, special, um, there should be places there to catch Pokemon. Um, you can also there's a bit of a Foursquare element to it in that there's random gyms dotted all over uh, the country. Gimes, Gimes, yeah, and um, you have to pick what team you're on, and then the teams battle it out by placing their Pokemon there to fight. And basically it's things like the more of that species you catch will, will evolve your... So you keep catching a certain type of Pokemon, then your one will evolve and then, you know, it'll be more powerful and you'll be better at the gym fights and that sort of thing. Um, they're adding in loads of mini games and stuff. It sounds really cool. Are you um, expecting to just sort of fully detach from reality when this game comes out and just wander the, wander the world catching Pokemon on your phone? I was getting ready to basically ask my kids to pick their starter and then, well, Oliver's too young, but Emily's nearly eight. I'll just send her out on her own and she'll travel the world until she's got a full lot. Nice. Right, we got any more Any more of anything that anyone wants to throw into the mix or shall we start doing adverts and telling people about social media stuff they've never heard about before? Um, I... I don't want to go into it too much, but I read that Squirrel Girl comic, and it is cool, it is interesting, but I do not like her face. <laughs> You're not supposed <laughs> to like her face, that's the whole point. I don't mean like, oh, she's not fit, I just mean she's so irritating looking, isn't she? I know that's the point. Well, she looks like a squirrel. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. She's I'd... supposed to be a, a, a fugly monster. <laughs> who gets by on her awesome personality. That's the whole whole purpose of the book. It is fun, though. I'm enjoying it. Um, and let's face it, there's no better way to um, beat What's-His-Face Galactus than the way she did. That was just spot on. <laughs> right, um, something but about... Yeah, other than that, nothing for me. Well, that's very good to hear. <laughs> Glad, glad you interrupted my Alpha Beta Gamer advert to tell me that. Um, that's a website, by the way, that you can get alphas, betas, and gamers from. Um, so if you're in the market for a gamer and a beta or an alpha, go to alphabetagamer.com. It's an internet website. Were you talking to me when you said about interrupting you? No. <laughs> I was going to say, because I didn't hear anything, and I was like, I didn't see <laughs> What's wrong with him? Is he drunk again? <laughs> I do not know. Now, I feel like I'm on a delay or something. You're you're not talking when I ask. Anyway, let's, uh, yeah, wrap up. You can find us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast. You can find me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. I'm at Mr. Lelujo. 
And I'm at Pub1986. We've also got Facebook at facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast and youtube.com slash maturegamerpodcast. And you can check out my little football manager series at youtube.com slash FM, where you'll find out I am now the manager of Manchester City. Which Sheepdog moaned at me about on Facebook because he's a big loser nerd. Yeah, because you've just gone to a glory hunter club. Yeah, I'm realism mode, Sheepdog. If you, in real life, you're the manager of Ipswich and Man City offer you the job, what do you do? You take the Man City job because... No, not where you, you were, not where you were. You've got them from nowhere to the Europa League final. Exactly, and then it's time to move on. You, no, because you don't see anything out in that. You... You take the the glory and the money from winning the champion, the Europa League final, and you go and try and win the Champions League. Nah, that's not realistic. Ipswich won't win that. I uh, go go somewhere where it's realistic to win that. Realism. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. It's all about realism. <laughs> that's not realistic, though. That's moronic. How's it not realistic? Because Ipswich won't won't win the Europa League in the real world. They would if I was their manager. I've proven well, that. Well, they'd win the Champions League if you were their manager. No, nah, they wouldn't. There's, they've not got enough money. The ground's not big enough. Reputation too low. It'd take ten seasons. It'd be mental. You're a coward. You're never going to be a legend if you carry on like this. Well, we've we've come up with our own definition of legend, and it just basically involves me winning the Champions League at some point. So, boom, I'll do That's that. That's a rubbish thing. You've got to be the... The, there's the legend, Hall of Legends, on the game. It's the Hall of Fame, I think you'll find. It's not ah. non-league to fame. It's, um, it's non-league to legend. It's not the Hall of Fame, is it? It is the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I thought it was something to... Well, Alex Ferguson's top of the Hall of Fame. No, Jose Mourinho is. Why? Because he's won more stuff. That's nonsense. He never used to be. Well, he he's, hasn't retired. He's continued to win stuff. Jason Mourinho is not a legend. Well, he's top of the Hall of Fame. Ugh. So, in your face. Ugh. He's a coward like you, and he goes where the money is. Well, that's not being a coward, that's being a human being. You're telling me if, if a different employer came in and offered to quadruple your salary, you'd say, no, you're right, I'd rather stay here for another ten years and see if we can maybe win something big and then I might get half the money you're offering me right now if that happens. Of course you wouldn't, you follow the money. I would in football. Why? Depends. You're an idiot. I'd, I'd be surprised if the Spurs manager left now when he's... Doing really good things. I'd be surprised if he didn't leave because someone will offer him some more money. He won't still be there in a year. He'll be at Real Madrid or somewhere like that. I'd find that surprising. Well, that's because you live in a fantasy world. Um, Did we do all the stuff we're supposed to pimp? Come to Res, come to Gadget Show, come to MGPX. Just keep an eye on it, maturegamepodcast.com, all the Twitter and Facebook stuff, um, and all the details of all of that stuff will appear on there. The Kickstart will be out any time now. And see you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Everyone grumbled. The sky was grey. We had nothing to do and nothing to say. We were nearing the end of a dismal day, and then there seemed nothing beyond. Then Daddy fell into the pond. And everyone's face grew merry and bright, and Timothy danced with sheer delight. Give me the camera, quick or quick, he's crawling out of a duckweed click. Then the gardener suddenly slapped his knee and doubled up, shaking silently. All the ducks quacked as if they were daft, and it sounded like the old drake laughed. Oh, there wasn't a thing that didn't respond. 
when Daddy fell into the pond. Do you write these yourself? Is that what no, it is? Yeah, yeah, I write these myself, yeah. yeah. Are you educating us now? Is this going to be a weekly thing? If, if you really want to. I, I really mean. want to. Anna, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on the poem? Lovely. 